Hello, it's time for the 11th episode. It's been a crazy week, so let's just get into it. This is the intro. Yeah. Alright, so I have no idea how long this episode's going to be. I'm going to kind of make it quick and yet effective, I guess. I'm just trying to get this episode out because it's been a busy week. Um, let's see. Let's look into the things. What has been going on? Uh, let's see. What did I do this week? Man. Got to sit down, breathe, and catch up here. Okay, so uh, yeah, I went to uh, James Games. It's an arcade out here. Played some Sonic the Hedgehog 2 in it. Uh, he had one of those Pandoras, so you put 50 cents in and you can pick your game. And uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 for the Genesis, but the weird trick was that it's a console game, so it doesn't respond to Pandora's you know coin registry thing correctly, so you can keep continuing forever indefinitely. So that was fun. Played some Ms. Pac-Man. Uh, went to Dave and Buster's, nothing really new there. There's that Marvel Champion game that's kind of just crappy and Justice 2 reskinned uh, off of an app. It's it's lame. And then, uh, what else? Uh, yeah, I wanted to do this recording for this episode before uh, Captain Marvel uh, review, so I wanted to, because there's other stuff going on this week, but uh, that's another segment I want to talk about. It kind of, you know, segues into that, but here we go. This week's movie review is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. What can I say about this movie? It was actually way better than I thought it would be. The trailers and the animation style kind of turned me off, I'll be honest. So I didn't really catch it until, uh, you know, this week. So uh, what? It, it's a movie that can exist in this time because we have so much superhero everything. Superhero movies, superhero... It's just, we're bogged down with it. That's all that creativity is now, superhero stuff. You're guaranteed a hit if you make a superhero movie. That's kind of where we're at. So, of course, Spider-Man being the Marvel's, I think, most popular character next to Batman in the DC world, you got a movie about all these different variations of Spider-Man. And then the comics, these are all real comics. Like, they had uh, the the anime-style Spider-Man, the, the noir Spider-Man, Spider-Gwen... And uh, the M Miles Morales Spider-Man and Peter Parker Spider-Man and, and the Peter Porker, was it Spider-Ham? Is that what it's called? But anyway, all these things can exist in this weird universe through a, a plot point. And uh, it was well made. You know, it's written by Phil Miller and, oh no, Phil Lord and Dick Miller. I keep saying Dick Lord. That's not right. And uh, those guys are just on the ball. They know comedy. They know at action. They know how to make a good movie. So if they were allowed to make Solo, we might have gotten a better Solo. I don't know. But, yeah, it was good. Um, enjoyable. Very artistic. Very stylized. I will admit, after about 5-10 minutes, you give you forgive the animation. It's this weird, frame-skippy, jerky thing that really it just bothers people like me, I guess. I'm just like, ah, I don't like this animation. It's, it's like, where's all? it's got to be smooth. I don't know. Why are you doing it? But I guess in this, it's got a comic book look to it. And, you know, special effects and sound effects are all like, you know, wee! like a comic book it's made to be like a comic book i get it so anyway i would recommend this movie out of 10 stars i'd give it eight it's pretty decent a lot of celebrity voices in there doing all the characters there's a lot without spoiling anything uh i was just yeah it took me by surprise actually i was like i heard a lot of good things about it so i was like all right i'll give it a chance and uh i'm glad i did spider-man into the spider-verse check it out all right again i'm like not you know, the hardcore gamer, I guess, that I should be. I don't play any of the streaming games or any of the popular games, I guess, or the Resident Evil 2 remakes. Uh, I watch a little bit on YouTube. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I played the first one that came out on the PlayStation. Anyway, uh, Sonic 2 is the only game I've really played in Miss Pac-Man. So Sonic 2 for the Sega Genesis, still probably the best Sonic game that's ever come out next to Sonic Mania. It's just a fun game, man. 
it's just good to play. It's it's short, sweet. It's not really difficult. Um, the level select always helps if you have that on your your phone app. It's on everything. So Sonic 2 came out on the Genesis. Uh, I first played it. My neighbor had it and let me borrow it. I think I mentioned that before. And I got to play it in the arcade recently, so that makes it uh, a worthwhile addition. Uh, I got to say that um, yeah, Sonic 1's good too. Sonic 3... Started losing it. Sonic Spinball, let's not even go there. Sonic CD was excellent. Sonic CD is, oh, that would be a good tie for Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Anyway, played Sonic 2. That's my game. Always recommend that one. All right, for toy this week, I bought a Captain Marvel, Marvel Legends action figure. Um, yeah, I had to. I don't know. I didn't have to. I did. Whatever. Marvel Legends are still high-quality figures. Um, they got 3D mapping now on the faces, so they look more like the actors portraying them so i guess that's a positive and most of the time now they come with at least two heads so you can change it out with the whatever head like um i don't know when they started that but it's a total welcome addition because you could just pop off the head put on a different head like all the superheroes in the marvel universe pretty much you know iron man super superman ha huh? iron man spider-man all them they you know they have to have their you know actors show through for like 80% of the movie before they go costume. So you got your Chris Evans head with the MCU 10-year version. I think it's pretty hard to get a Tony Stark, Robert Downey Jr. one. I'm not, I couldn't tell you how to get one of those. The Tom Holland uh, Spider-Man head came with the uh, Civil War two-pack with Iron Man. But anyway, this one I got, it has the uh, Captain Marvel in her Mohawk space thing. And then it has the uh, the... The Brie Larson, Brie Larson was, you know, born in Sacramento. Did you know that? Anyway, Brie Larson head um, that you can swap out. So, you know, you can put it in there, and if uh, the movie stinks, you can just toss it aside or whatever. But uh, since she's going to be a huge con uh, part of um, Endgame, you know, might as well have your collection complete. Since uh, Disney Store basically stopped making the figurines that had the three and three quarter inch, that's the only way I was able to get three and three quarter inch heads of uh, the characters for the Marvel Universe because. Disney Store was making these 10 packs of, you know, all the characters. They made one for Infinity War. They made one for Ant-Man and Wasp. They made one for Black Panther, Thor Ragnarok. And now we stopped because Captain Marvel. They made Barbie dolls instead. And you can get accessories and jackets, probably makeup and stuff. I don't know. What does that say? Well, we're going to find out tonight after we go check out Captain Marvel. Okay, so... This segment, uh, the Michael Jackson documentary, Neving, ne Leaving Neverland, came out uh, Sunday and Monday on HBO. Wow. If you had any doubt before that Michael Jackson was up to no good with kids, this one will definitely sway you. Um, you know, one guy coming out saying this happened, you're like, okay, maybe he's out there for the money. The second guy coming out, the same story, you're like, hmm, eyebrows raised. The documentary here with two other people pretty much same story and they have so much evidence pictures and videos and family members and stuff to back it up and and just michael jackson hanging out with kids just why why are you hanging out with a kid holding hands going to the zoo and stuff why did yeah and now it's kind of like backlash the entire michael jackson you know discography and all that stuff they don't play his music on the radios anymore all that stuff been a lot of that coming out since the i guess the me too movement with the uh, michael jackson now r kelly just basically got slammed after his documentary but the michael jackson one that one's woo, that one's rough but because i was a big fan of michael jackson you know sega and michael jackson have a history making that moonwalker game excuse me god blow my nose but yeah it's it's a tough watch i don't i don't recommend it unless you really are fascinated with michael jackson which i was and uh 
it's going to put a different light on Michael Jackson that you're never going to be able to un unthink about, unsee, whatever. So, you know, he was, at the time, the most popular human being in the, on the planet. So, and he had some quirks. He had some issues. He had some, uh, let's just say, yeah, watch the documentary. Um, yeah, ugh. but yeah, it kind of tainted his, uh, his reputation for forever. So, I mean... Remember when Bill Cosby got slammed there with the, the rape accusations and all that stuff? It tainted Bill Cosby forever. It's just like all these guys, you know, their personal lives have overshadowed any of their art, any of their work. And Michael Jackson is definitely not excluded here. So, anyway, it's kind of messed up, but yeah. That's my life segment, I guess, for this week because, yeah, Michael Jackson was a big part of, you know, it was, you know, his music and everything, the thriller, all that stuff. And now you're just like. <laughs> Okay, yeah, let's let's go over here now. I don't even think I have it on my phone or anything anymore. I used to have music of Michael Jackson. I have it like a on my iPod somewhere, but I haven't listened to it in a while. But now, ooh. and the biggest the biggest one is like his song "You Are Not Alone" was written by R. Kelly, and there's like so much you know, oh, it's just there now. Just like I can't think of that song the same way because of the the meanings and the, the backhanded stuff there. Anyway, yeah, it's sad. All right, so my social media segment this week, man, I watched way too much social media this week. I'm really get you know trying to get pumped for the Captain Marvel stuff, but there is a big controversy with it. Uh, the the nerds, the trolls, what have you, whatever the the YouTubers who make a living off this stuff have just pinpointed on it, and um, you know it's it's a big social me social justice warrior topic. It's a big political things, PC feminism, all these different categories whatever you fall into it's all wrapped into this so it became this big controversial movie so it, they wanted to fail but other side wanted to succeed and i was just like i just wanted the marvel cinematic universe to you know it's that has been overshadowed so it's kind of depressing and if you watch enough of that stuff all day you're gonna just get really you just i seriously when i came home from work i was just like i watched some stuff and then i was just like i'm gonna take a nap I'm just, I'm tired. <laughs> I couldn't take it. Um, and luckily I didn't have to watch my kid. So, uh, but yeah, that was a, that's a rough one. I was just, I was feeling real down. I almost made a podcast yesterday. It was probably good that I didn't. I would have been a real negative Nancy or negative Nelly, negative narc. I don't know. Is there a term for that? Negative dude. I don't want to be a negative dude. I want to be, you know, a positive dude. The dude abides. So lame. Yeah. Anyway, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, I was really depressed yesterday about the just social media. It can bring you down, and it's you know technically not the real world. But if you read enough information pointing to certain things, you just get like you get brought down. It's it's an interesting way our brains work. If you like, if I go see a movie and it's a, a bad movie, I'll feel terrible. If I see a great movie, I'll feel great. It affects me that you know close to home, I guess. And I've on a, been on a streak, other than Into the Spider-Verse, uh, of movies being either mediocre or kind of blah. And so I need some positivity, but I don't know if I'm going to be getting that tonight or not with Captain Marvel. We're going to find out. All right, this segment's about the MCU first ten years. Uh, it's, you know, been a big part of my life uh, ever since Iron Man came out. and well, I don't have any of the dates with me. I didn't do any research. Let's say 2000-ish uh, with Iron Man. Captain America, to a lesser extent, Thor, 
Thor, Dark World, even lesser extent. Thor was always like the, the, the dirty stepchild or whatever you want to call him until Ragnarok when it was directed by, uh, I'm, I'm not even going to say his name. It's like Tiger Watiti. Anyway, that guy's awesome. He made uh, What We Do in the Shadows and he is hilarious. You get a good comedian to make a great movie. And he just brought it into the basically the Guardians of the Galaxy universe where in space is hilarious because James Gunn with Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2 made those good. And nobody even knew those characters. And then you got uh, the Hulk, which has also been kind of like having a rough time. He didn't have a standalone movie with the right uh, banner. Ed Norton was – I don't know the details, but it just – well, he's not, Ed, he's not the, the Hulk now. Then the Avengers came out. You know, looking back, it's, a, it's not the greatest movie to watch, but it's of the Avengers movie. Well, Infinity Wars, the masterpiece. But it's better than Age of Ultron, which was even worse. Age of Ultron is kind of just a mess. Civil War was awesome, but that's the Russo brothers. They direct greatness. Uh, they also made uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. So, and, and Captain America's just been, been going up and up and just been awesome. So, and they needed Captain to be the good leader because um, he, you know, if he wasn't as awesome as Iron Man, then it just w- wouldn't work in the Marvel Universe. And then uh, Black Panther was good. Um, Thor Ragnarok, I already mentioned that. Guardians of the Galaxy. I know I'm missing something. All the Iron okay. Iron Man 2 is is okay, and Iron Man 3 is just, no, no, it just doesn't. But you can skip that, and just, you can watch other movies, but, um, where else, uh, I'm sure I'm missing a bunch of Marvel movies. They made so many movies, but, um, here we are, they're all together now, and, uh, we got this Mar- Captain Marvel coming up, uh, literally, the shows are starting in 10 minutes, and then with this weekend, I will have another podcast about Captain Marvel then. And then we got April 26th with Endgame, when they've done an excellent job of hiding all the secrets and all the spoilers. But this could be the end for the Marvel Cinematic Universe as we know it, because whatever they decide to do after, they're going to lose a lot of the big characters. I predict they're going to lose Iron Man, Captain America, and uh, Thor. Those guys are going to move on to you know greener pastures, so to speak, is, or money, because I know... Uh, Robert Downey Jr. for sure is going on to do Sherlock Holmes 3. Chris Hemsworth is doing uh, Men in Black. And um, Chris Evans, I don't know, he's just like a fashion model or something. He does a lot of like perfume ads and stuff. But he does a lot of rom-coms and stuff. He doesn't – I don't think he wants to be a superhero anymore. I think he's definitely done after this. But anyway, those guys are gone. I'm thinking you can pretty much put anybody as the Hulk because he's mostly CGI and um, can't think of his name right now. The David Banner Part 3, 3.0. And then maybe Don Cheadle will stay as War Machine. And uh, you're going to have Brie Larson signed on for seven movies as Captain Marvel. So she's supposed to be the new head of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Will this work? We don't know. But anyway, first ten years were awesome. And it's been a good run, Marvel. And uh, you've definitely outshone DC. You've sh- you've outshone the movie system and how you can make a cinematic universe. No one has been able to replicate that. Not even Universal with their like horror thing that <laughs> hasn't started yet. DC with their floundering. It's just, yeah, Marvel's been the the gold standard. So let's see what happens. All right. This kind of correlates with my social media experience this week. But false narratives, man. False stories. I, don't, I dare not say fake news. But, yeah, there's all this fake stuff. You can't believe the hype, man. Online, there's just a lot of things that are made to just get your... It's clickbait. Stuff to get your negative or positive attention. But more or less, negative sells, positive sells. It's all the business in the end. People are just trying out there to make money. They don't care about you as a person. They care about the money. And if they can get your money by, you know, go to this cause, do this fundraiser, whatnot. 
but you just it's so hard sometimes to keep up with all the fake stuff being thrown at you and so it's sometimes refreshing to stay off social media just because of the fakes the fake the fake false narratives and there's like all agendas in place political a lot of things have become political and just it's just oy. It's, a, it's i don't know where to go with that but just like it's been real tough um I'm going to have to do a little bit less social media stuff and more creative stuff. That Being productive and creative makes me feel good, and it's the healthier thing to do. Just reading other people's you know, comments or YouTube videos or whatnot doesn't necessarily do anything for you because it's not something you need to retain the information for because it's not history or anything. It's just... Just awful, awful. Like go to the news sites; they're awful too. They're just you know they have their agendas and their narratives. You go from if you go to CNN, they're one side. You go to Fox News, they're on the other side. There's just no like, you know, uh, it's just frustrating and tiring. So that's my rant on false narratives and the internet. Basically, the an internet's been a godsend, but the internet's also been just you know a horrible nightmare for mankind. <laughs> So it's it's a little bit of A, a little bit of B. So anyway, that's it for that. All right, so this might be a short episode. I'll check all the times later, but uh, I'm wrapping up with this one, episode 11. Episode 12 will come very shortly because I'll be full of, you know, opinion, I'm sure, for Captain Marvel. So I want to discuss that in length, and it might take up the entire uh, next podcast. But uh there you have it. Uh, you got my mind right before seeing Captain Marvel um, and how the week's been. And uh, that's about it. So on that note, everybody, talk to you later.